0: Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Cancer season. You are moving past your birthday season if you're a Gemini Sun, and if you're a Gemini rising, the new solar year is uh, coming into form. And in the last couple of weeks, along with the new beginning that is marked for you with Gemini season, um, the transit of Saturn has actually uh, signified a Point of reflective process in a journey that you recently began back in March when Saturn entered Pisces. It feels to me that there are a lot of ways that you are thinking about how you're changing right now, and it's becoming more conscious to you. And what has been kind of building and growing and gaining momentum in ways that were not entirely unconscious but i'm going to say they were more intuitive and instinctual and to some extent they may have been happening uh outside of your own volition so the circumstances of your life over the last several years things that are happening in the world around you and also things that are happening for you as a human being living in a body <laughs> that you know ages and uh experiences the ups and downs that bodies do, um, you're changing. And part of what I think Gemini season brought in for you was increased uh, cognizance of how you are changing and more language for where you are right now. And that feeling is really continuing as we move into cancer season. And I'm going to say that over the next several months, pretty much until the end of the year, it feels to me like you're playing with new vocabulary and you are creating uh, new narratives for yourself. Now, the place between language and the mind and what we are able to articulate through our minds um, and how we perceive, right, how we intake information and process data has so much to do with then what our life experiences are. For example, I'll just give you my personal example. I'm a person that, um, you know, can be kind of, negative sometimes I have Venus and Mercury both in Virgo I don't know if you have Virgo placements but Virgo energy is a vibe you know it's a lot about critique sometimes and as a Venus Virgo person part of my one of my love language is criticism you know I look at things and I'm like how could that be better now when I really let myself go down that route and I'm looking at the world as a problem to be fixed, That's kind of how I end up treating the world and it really comes back to me in my relationships and I have to say that if people don't have strong Virgo placements, they generally don't appreciate that vibe and I really have to work on myself with acceptance. And and astrology has been a, such an enormous ally for that, you know, to see the complexity of things, to see the perfection in messiness and breakdown and failure, and to not always be looking at how can I fix something. Because when I come to the world with an attitude of I need to fix it, um, then the world responds to me like, what is the problem? Like, why are you looking at me as if I'm a problem, right? And that energy then kind of builds in my experience and affects my relationships and all things. So I want to invite you to notice the correlation between your perception and your experiences. How are you looking at things right now? Are you seeing the glass half full or the glass half empty? And it's way more nuanced than being an optimist or a pessimist, but there is a feeling for me of... The way that you see things and how you language your experience and how you share information with others is going to have a dramatic effect on then what is available to you in your life experiences. You don't know who's listening when you say whatever it is that you say. You know, when you say, gosh, I wish that such and such was for me. It might be that a little, you know, magical wish-granting fairy is actually listening to you. And you put that out into the world and then forces a line to get you what you wished for. Now, is that really what you wish for, right? Be careful what you wish for, as they say. So over the course of cancer season and over the next many months, It is such a powerful practice for you to be very present with language and articulation and to get curious about what is underneath the language, uh, what is informing the stories that you are telling, particularly the stories about yourself, about your own capacity, about your own identity, about your purpose, your value, the skills that you have. Um, and also the stories that you have about the world in general and other people in it. Um, as a Gemini, you, <laughs> you have superpowers that you can use. And one of your superpowers is to entertain a lot of possibilities and hold the space for multiplicity. Um, the, one of the Gemini shadows you know, is to flip-flop between maybe more rigid perspectives and judgments So I encourage you to move towards the former and see if you can expand your perspective uh, a lot right now. Look at things from many, many different angles. Consider the potentialities in them and notice how you feel with the stories that you are telling. And notice how when you utter certain words or phrases, particularly if they are about you. And particularly if they are about your inherent value or like, you know, some way that you are or something that you believe in or something like that, how do they land in your body? Do they strengthen and affirm you? Do they make you more available for love and friendship and connection in the world? Do they bring abundance to you? Or do they function as energetic shields? Is there something warlike in their, uh, you know, in the energy that they're bringing um, through in this articulation? Be really curious about what's what the relationship is between your mind and your perception, and how you are experiencing any given moment, and and how you can experience the future. As I mentioned a moment ago, Saturn has recently moved into Pisces. This signifies the beginning of a new 30-year cycle of manifestation for you. So you have just begun. There are some really tender new beginnings in your chart. These beginnings feel very imaginative. It feels like a lot is still underground. I mentioned that Uh, You are changing and you're gaining language and coherence for what is changing. But over the course of the next two and a half years or so, you're going to be building your vocabulary and you're really kind of just had a um, kind of fresh new moment of self awareness. And you have a lot to learn about yourself over the course of the next few years. And you have a lot to learn about how you want to be in the world. What you want to be in the world, what it is that you are bringing, um, and and the future that you are building for yourself, and the ways that you are participating in in whatever you build in a larger sense. As we move out of June and into July, we uh, are moving towards a full moon. The full moon is on July third. Cancer is ruled by the moon, and. The space between lunations this month, especially the last half of Cancer season from the full moon to the new moon, which is on July 17th, is like ultra Cancerian. And by that, I mean there's fluctuations in the emotional field, there are some significant ups and downs. And as we move towards the full moon on July 3rd, it feels like there is a lot of emphasis for you on what I'm going to say is a maturation of your receptive capacities and the ability to hone in on and Trust and cultivate what brings you stability, nourishment, joy, and pleasure. It feels like there uh, is a need for you right now to feel that you are deeply worthy. And the notion of worth in our society has been totally conflated with capitalism and so when I'm saying that you are deeply worthy I'm not talking about money though you are worthy of being supported you are worthy of feeling abundance in your life you you are worthy of having what you need but it's bigger than that and There are so many ways that you can receive. And in order for you to receive, you have to be willing to receive, right? There has to be a resonance inside of you that says yes. And of course, not everything is what you want. And so clarity and discernment around boundaries are good. But this full moon feels like it's its an important full moon for you to rest into your inherent goodness, your uh, basic um, love nature, and attend to any parts of you that have been damaged by the world, damaged by people's egos, damaged by oppression and suppression and violence and trauma. And have told you or internalized some kinds of stories that you need to be X, Y, or Z in order to get what you need, right? If you're not like this, then you won't be loved. If you're not like that, then you can't have what you need and what you want. This is a full moon that is asking you to deeply include yourself and to work with the layers of your being. That may have solidified around any kind of internalization around lack of self worth. This is a full moon to, um, I would say, put out into the world, whether that is through a ceremony or a ritual or a journaling entry or, you know, putting something on your website or hanging a sign on your door. It's like put something out into the world that invites what you want to receive. So if you want a particular kind of attention or if you need this amount of money or something like that, the full moon on July 3rd is a full moon that is very supportive for you opening receptive energy. And here I'm going to go back to what I was saying before about your inner narratives and the ways that you're perceiving things. So let's say you're like, I'm ready to you know, go into business for myself, and I'm going to be a hairstylist, and Renee said, the full moon is the time to do it, so I'm putting the sign out on my door, but internally, you're telling yourself um, that you know, you should be an accountant, and I can't believe that I've made the choice to be a hairstylist, and this probably won't work. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have any doubt. And I'm certainly not saying that uh, gifts won't come to you if you do have doubt. You know, we all are dealing with doubt. But that energetically creates a field of reluctance. And there's a kind of energetic blockage that then leads to you maybe not being as invested or enthusiastic about what it is that you're doing. And when you are invested and enthusiastic, that energy... Uh, expands and people feel it, and they're more likely to get on board if they feel like you're on board. But if you're like, um, you know, I'm cutting hair right now, but I don't know, you know, maybe I'll be an accountant next month, but I'm gonna give it a go. Do you want a haircut? Like, I'm, I'm like, uh, uh probably find somebody else, right? So, that's the vibe around this time a little bit is put yourself out there and also call in, call in what you are ready to receive. And then work on the subtle layers and the internal layers around your narratives about what you can have. And given that we are living at a time when obscene wealth is the reality for very few people on earth and that reality necessitates uh, really intense poverty and scarcity for literally like billions of people, I also want to encourage you to use this full moon as an opportunity to tune in with right relationship uh, and reciprocity. You might consider imagining a forest network, mycelium network, that as a tree grows, uh, it receives what it needs from the soil beneath it. And the mycelial allies help deliver sugar into its roots, and it takes what it needs. It fills itself up. And then if there's more, it releases easily and it goes back into the environment and back into the network. And then the environment is supported. And when the environment thrives, so does the tree. When the community around you uh, is abundant, then so are you. Conditions of generosity increase abundance for all. So this is also a full moon for you to really be tuning in with what is the exchange I am worthy of receiving and how does what I receive then spread and emanate into the world? And there are lots of versions of abundance and manifestation meditations that work with this kind of principle where you might meditate and imagine that life force or vitality or whatever it is that you're trying to call in really comes into your body. It saturates your cells. It fills your central channel and your heart. And then it moves beyond you. It emanates and exudes. You are generous. It is given out into the world. And then the world benefits. And the benefit in the world is then shared with you. So this inhale, exhale, I receive and I have plenty to give. This kind of feeling of uh, generosity in nature. And if you can make a mental practice out of that and really... Uh, work to unite your mind and body around this kind of sensation, where you feel yourself as a being who is generous, and you also feel yourself as a being who is totally worthy of receiving generosity, that creates an energetic aura around you that is very attractive, that's exciting to be around, and then we want to give to you. The day before the full moon on July 2nd, there is an embodied astrology workshop that you might find deeply supportive for this kind of thing. There are two workshops this season, uh, both of them with the lunations. As I mentioned, the uh, full moon and the new moon over Cancer season are very strong lunations. It's Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon, so We really want to honor the lunar force. The July third, uh, excuse me, July second workshop is with Bridget Hickey. Bridget is an artist, a writer, a medicine maker, and a spirit worker. They do a lot of work with uh, inter realm communication, uh, traversing and conversing in the subtle and invisible realms. Their workshop, Architectures of Protection, invites us to tune in with the Cancer-Capricorn axis to feel the container for our own energy and also the life force of the uh, vitality that moves into the container. As we feel into our own energy, we feel into the connective webs and threads that Uh, bring us into relationship in so many ways to our ancestors and our guides and our guardians and also the elemental and environmental beings that are so much a part of our bodies and our lives and our breath. As we cultivate these invisible intimacies, we can rest into their support. And here's the piece around generosity. Right? There is a lot of support for you, and sometimes that support is coming from spaces that you don't see, you don't hear, and unless you really, really tune in, you might not even know that it's there. This is a workshop that wants to help you tune in with that support, and around this full moon, that's very helpful for you. I'll say that the week after the full moon totally continues this kind of vibe. Um, This is a period of time in which there's a lot of focus in your chart around how do you get what you need and want. Some of you might be in some kind of space around trying to figure it out logistically. Um, I want to encourage you uh, to really practice this kind of reciprocity and right relationship meditation throughout cancer season and especially Especially the week before and after the full moon. I don't know what the specific circumstances are in your life, so I can't give uh, more detailed advice at this time necessarily. But I will say that it looks to me like there are solutions and strategies for whatever it is that you are trying to locate. But those solutions and strategies require creativity. They require non-conventional approaches. They absolutely require you to put yourself out there and ask very clearly for what it is that you want and need. And there's something here that has to do with trust in the unknown. You have unseen, unknown allies. They are working for and with you at this time, but they need clear messages. And they're going to be listening to you. So make sure that the messages that you're giving are aligned with what you actually want to be bringing in. Middle of July... The vibe shifts pretty remarkably, and uh, we have two planetary shifts. Mars will be moving into Virgo, which is a sign that is very resonant with yours as another sign on the mutable cross, and Mercury will be entering Leo, uh, joining up with Venus and getting ready to receive the solar influence in about a week and a half as well. This is also a period of time when there's an intensification on some other astrological levels and a quickening of process, especially as we get towards the new moon on July 17th. There's a real kicking into gear of some particular kinds of momentum that feel like they have a lot of thrust. In your chart, the feeling is is that you are trying to find the resources and support to move you in the direction of your future at this time. It feels like there's a lot of strategizing that's happening. There's dreaming. There's figuring out logistically and practically how do you do this thing. Many of you are in moments of your self-growth where you are really wanting to step into some kind of new identity. Remember that you just began a 30-year process. You don't need to rush. But also, as we move out of cancer season and towards Leo season, there's a natural swelling of energy in your chart that has to do with putting yourself out more, being bold, being courageous, using your voice, connecting and networking with other people in new ways. You are different than you used to be. You want to make sure that uh, people understand that you are different now. So for some of you, this may be your friends or your larger communities. There may be organizations or groups or causes that you are involved with in some way. It's a great time to update your resume, and you can use that as a metaphor as well. How are you preparing yourself for what you are feeling is coming next? There's a sensation here of really needing to strengthen and stabilize your foundation. Here I'm feeling that your body is very important. Your home space is very important. Any activities or relationships or spaces that feel like you can really just rest and be yourself in... Support and serve you as you go out into the world and do that external thing. Um, Middle of July, there is a kind of uh, simultaneous uh, movement of your energy that is about moving out as you move in, solidifying, clarifying, healing, and attending to your inner experience, to your personal experience, to your body. If you need to move slower at this time with whatever your uh, more outward-moving external uh, focuses are, slow down. You're not in a rush. It's a 30-year process. you just begun. This is also a period of time in which naturally you have support to move out there. And in the ways that you put yourself out, It is so important how you are using your voice, how you are occupying your expression, what you focus on grows. That definitely is true in the space of conversation. Notice where attention is going. It serves you right now to focus on healing rather than distress. The new moon on July 17th is a very powerful and potent new moon in Cancer. It's a new moon that feels um, deeply anchored in the collective. Um, This is a time, of course, on Earth of great urgency and precarity. And there is so much loss. There is so much to grieve. And there is so much that is asking to be transformed. The feeling that I have around this new moon is that, again, there is a simultaneity of internal and external flow in your chart. There's a very deep need to go inwards so that you can move outwards. This is a new moon that feels uh, deeply emotional and quite internal um, as I sense into your chart. And it also feels that you are reaching and asking and uh, capable of receiving a lot around this time. The sensation that I have for you around this new moon uh, is similar in many ways to the sensation that came through with the full moon, which is that there is a space of receptivity that is so powerful in your being and this space of receptivity is basically ready to receive spirit or ready to receive your higher self or uh some kind of of larger support this may be support from uh again there's there's some themes around uh social outreach organizations collectives etc in your chart right now um There are also a lot of influences that are bringing in the subtle realms, the invisible realms, the energetic and spiritual supports. And it feels like this is a a time in which you have to go very, very deeply inward in order to expand outward. And given that this is a new moon in Cancer connecting so deeply to the outer planets, There may be some significant feelings (laughs) emerging around this full moon, Uh, excuse me, this new moon. And you wanna feel those feelings, process them, and shed them so that they're not taking up space in your body and your being. Uh, Because this is also a new moon that is asking you to envision what new forms of support, again, you are ready to receive so that you can uh, move forward on this next 30-year portion of your journey. The last couple of days of Cancer season are very much influenced by the station of Venus into its retrograde cycle. Venus will be retrograde until early September. This is a period of time for you, again, that brings a lot of focus into your mind, into your communication, into the ways that you orient in your perception and cognition. This is a Venus retrograde that's also asking you to look at your connections and your conversational spaces and the people who you are uh, in community with and sharing information, giving and receiving ideas with. There may be a need at this time to uh, filter a little bit in your social spaces or to discern who and what and where and how uh, connections are most supported. This is also a retrograde period that amplifies many of the themes that I've already talked about in terms of your internal narratives and how you have learned to think about yourself, particularly to think about yourself as a person who receives, who has needs, (laughs) um, who is worthy, basic um, self-esteem, self-worth issues, and how, how those narratives began are really what we want to look at. And the feeling that I have is that there's a a process of ego clarification and purification that wants to happen during this time. And that any kind of mutation of the ego, you know, and we're all doing it all the time, uh, blowing ourselves up into some kind of godlike proportion, you know, where our internal experiences become everything that we know, and this can totally be exhibited in narcissism and self-aggrandizement. It can also fully come in in insecurity right? and in insecure loops or scarcity and fear cycles. Um, it feels like this is a Venus retrograde that is asking you to look at where your self-focus and the narratives about your beingness get in the way of your connections, get in the way of your reception and your reciprocity. This is such a powerful season for you to feel into the flow of relationship, the uh, giving and receiving that is absolutely necessary and essential in the natural world. The day before the new moon on July 16th, we have our second Embodied Astrology Workshop of Cancer season with Jules Eskinka. Jules is a member of Embodied Astrology who has been uh, bringing in cultural mythology from uh, the Mayan uh, cosmologies, and Jules will be working with the Mayan goddess of fertility, Ixchel. This is a bilingual workshop. If you're interested in uh, Embodied Astrology in Spanish, Um, I'm very excited about this. It's the first bilingual workshop we've had at EA. Jules is Zooming in from Mexico City to be with us, so I hope that you will Zoom in to support Jules and their offering. I'm really excited about this workshop. It's called Latin X Love Letters to the Moon. We're going to be working with our own lunar placements. We're going to be listening to music and reading poetry and thinking about the soulful languages of the moon and the moon's relationships uh, to the lunar goddesses and Ixchel. Ixchel is very much related to the passages between life and death, and she's associated with weaving and textiles and the threading of many lives across generations and time. This workshop will also be raising funds for Schlakash, which is a Mayan indigenous community working with a weaving process that is uh, a devotional practice with Ixchel. Um, Any of the Embodied Astrology workshops are available by sliding scale. They are all available by recording if you can't attend live. Uh, All of them are curated for the astrological season and for the particular moments that we are in. Um, All the facilitators and I have been in conversations around how do we support the astrology that is emerging uh, when you're teaching and the ways that people are bringing astrology together in conversation with art, with uh, activism, with healing modalities, and uh, many other spaces and places is so inspiring. It's a really fun way to learn astrology. And embodied astrology offers a lot A lot more than just these horoscopes, we have a community space, we have study groups, we have a monthly meeting where we get together and talk about ASTRO, we've got workshops with a pretty wide array of facilitators bringing in different areas and focus topics, and every Monday I also offer a drop-in by donation space on the internet, on Zoom. Um, From 8 to 9.30 a.m. on Mondays, if you want to join me, we work with an embodied process to feel into the astrology of the week ahead, to practice movement and meditation to support ourselves through this celestial weather. And I know that these practice spaces always leave me feeling nourished, invigorated, and supported for what's to come. So I hope to see you at some point in an EA space. And Gemini, I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options, or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.